Once upon a podcast. Once upon a time. In a time before time. time, before time. The world is one one there was once a beautiful princess. This is the Mythology Podcast. Modern retellings of ancient myth. I am your Mythology. Mythology. Does whatever a Mythology does. Today's episode, Momotaro, The Adventures of Little Peachling. Many hundred years ago, there lived an honest old woodcutter and his wife. One fine morning, the old man went off to the hills with his billhook to gather a bunch of sticks while his wife went down to the river to wash the dirty clothes. When she came to the river, she saw a peach floating down the stream. So she picked it up and carried it home with her, thinking to give it to her husband to eat when he should come home. The old man soon came down from the hills, and the good wife set the peach before him, when, just as she was inviting him to eat it, the fruit split in two and a tiny little baby was born into the world. So the old couple took the babe and brought it up as their own, and because it had been born in a peach, they called it Momotaro, or Little Peachling. By degrees, Little Peachling grew up to be strong and brave, and at last one day he said to his old foster parents, I am going to the ogre's island to carry off the riches that they have stored up there. Pray then, make me some millet dumplings for my journey. So the old folks ground up the millet and made the dumplings for him, and little Peachling, after taking an affectionate leave of them, cheerfully set off on his travels. As he was journeying on, he fell in with an ape who gibbered at him and yelled, Kia, Kia, Kia! Where are you off to, little peachling? I'm going to Ogre's Island to carry off their treasure, answered little peachling. What are you carrying at your girdle? I'm carrying the very best millet dumplings in all Japan. If you give me one, I will go with you, said the ape. So little peachling gave one of his dumplings to the ape, who received it and followed after him. When he had gone a little further... He heard a pheasant calling, Can, 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 where are you off to, Master Peachling? Little Peachling answered as before, and the pheasant, having begged and obtained a millet dumpling, entered his service and followed him. A little while after this, they met a dog who cried, Bow, wow, wow, whither away, Master Peachling? I'm going off to the ogre's island to carry off their treasure. If you give me one of those little nice mullet dumplings of yours, I'll go with you, said the dog. With all my heart, said little Peachling. So he went on his way with the ape, the pheasant, and the dog following after him. When they got to the ogre's island, the pheasant flew over the castle gate, and the ape climbed up over the castle wall, while the little Peachling, leading the dog, forced in the gate and got into the castle. Then they did battle with the ogres and put them to flight and took their king prisoner. 
So all the ogres bowed down before Little Peachling and brought out the treasures which they had laid up. There were caps and coats that made their wearers invisible, jewels which governed the ebb and flow of the tide, coral, musk, emeralds, amber, and tortoise shells, besides gold and silver. All these were laid before Little Peachling by the conquered ogres. So Little Peachling went home, laden with riches, and maintained his foster parents in peace and plenty for the remainder of their lives. Hello, I'm Glenn Ostland, the man behind the Mythologi podcast. The story you just heard comes to us from Japan. This version was first published in 1871 in a book called Tales of Old Japan, but obviously it had been told for centuries before that, and there are multiple variations of this story. Now, it clearly reinforces the value of kindness, where each character's act of kindness is rewarded in some way or another with wealth or happiness, companionship, security. But the first time I heard this story, however, it was meant to teach a very different lesson, because I heard this story from a group of Japanese Christians who believed very strongly that the Japanese people are descendants of the lost tribes of Israel. Now, this was the subject of my master's thesis at Indiana University, by the way. There's a great deal of folklore around this subject, and it's something that's always been very interesting to me. But the person who told me this story saw a parallel between baby Momotaro being discovered floating in a river and the biblical story of baby Moses found floating in a river. You have to be careful not to fall into the trap of parallelism, but it's a very human thing to want to justify and validate your most sacred beliefs and to search for and find justification and evidence for those beliefs anywhere you can. But that's what myth does for us, doesn't it? It explores human truths through story, fiction, metaphor, and that's what I will be doing with this podcast. Now, I'm a writer, I'm a podcaster, and I have a master's degree and a PhD, ABD, in folklore from Indiana University. I've heard a lot of myths throughout my life, a lot of legends, a lot of folk tales from all over the world. I love telling these stories and exploring what they mean. Now, if you like this podcast and you want to see it continue, please give Mythologi a five-star rating and write a short review on iTunes. And if you want to hear more discussion and analysis behind these stories, come support me on Patreon and get access to exclusive content not available to the general public. You can also like our Facebook page and receive notifications with every new episode released. I'm Glenn Ostland, and I am your Mythologi. Until next time, keep a dumpling in your pocket, and be really, really careful anytime you bite into a peach. I love it.